Hello and welcome to Cabin Fever Fables. I'm Sarah Hunt from indie publisher Saraband. This weekend, we've been disturbed by the Observer's report that almost a fifth of households with children in the UK are going without enough food in lockdown. On top of the pressures of homeschooling, keeping kids cooped up, trying to cope with the effects of lockdown, the ongoing problems with vouchers and food banks and universal credit are just a bridge too far when people, children, are going hungry. We really should be ashamed of ourselves for not getting this sorted out by this stage of lockdown. So today we're focusing on kids. We're not a children's publisher and there are any number of fun podcasts out there for children of different ages. So this isn't so much geared up for kids to listen to, but to remind us once upon a time kids to think about the world from a completely different perspective. When everything is so upside down, we have to remember to step back from the news and our pressures and to think about finding our way through a world where nothing makes much sense and making it feel a bit less scary for children. To that end, we've invited Olga Voitas back to read to us for inspiration. Luckily, one of Olga's superpowers is that she can make a topsy-turvy world seem, well, a bit more manageable. So, Olga, tell us a story. A Mad Tea Party There was a table set out under a tree in front of the house, and the March Hare and the Hatter were having tea at it. A Dormouse was sitting between them, fast asleep, and the other two were resting their elbows on it and talking over its head. Very uncomfortable for the Dormouse, thought Alice, only, as it's asleep, I suppose it doesn't mind. The table was a large one, but the three were all crowded together at one corner of it. No room, no room, they cried out when they saw Alice coming. There's plenty of room, said Alice indignantly, and she sat down in a large armchair at one end of the table. Have some wine, the March Hare said in an encouraging tone. Alice looked all round the table, but there was nothing on it but tea. I don't see any wine, she remarked. There isn't any, said the March Hare. Then it wasn't very civil of you to offer it, said Alice angrily. It wasn't very civil of you to sit down without being invited, said the March Hare. I didn't know it was your table, said Alice. It's late for a great many more than three. Your hair wants cutting, said the Hatter. He had been looking at Alice for some time with great curiosity, and this was his first speech. You shouldn't make personal remarks, Alice said with some severity. It's very rude. The Hatter opened his eyes very wide on hearing this, but all he said was, why is a raven like a writing desk? Come, we shall have some fun now, thought Alice. I'm glad they've begun asking riddles. I believe I can guess that, she added aloud. Do you mean you think you can find out the answer to it? Said the March Hare. Exactly so, said Alice. 
then you should say what you mean, the March Hare went on. I do, Alice hastily replied. At least, at least, I mean what I say. That's the same thing, you know. Not the same thing a bit, said the Hatter. You might just as well say that I see what I eat is the same thing as I eat what I see. You might as well say, added the March Hare, that I like what I get is the same thing as I get what I like. You might as well say, added the Dormouse, who seemed to be talking in his sleep, that I breathe when I sleep is the same thing as I sleep when I breathe. It is the same thing with you, said the Hatter, and here the conversation dropped and the party sat silent for a minute, while Alice thought over all she could remember about ravens and writing desks, which wasn't much. The Hatter was the first to break the silence. What day of the month is it? he said, turning to Alice. He had taken his watch out of his pocket and was looking at it uneasily shaking it every now and then and holding it to his ear. Alice considered a little and then said, the fourth. Two days wrong, sighed the Hatter. I told you butter wouldn't suit the works, he added, looking angrily at the March Hare. It was the best butter, the March Hare meekly replied. Yes, but some crumbs must have got in as well. The Hatter grumbled. You shouldn't have put it in with the bread knife. The March Hare took the watch and looked at it gloomily. Then he dipped it into his cup of tea and looked at it again. But he could think of nothing better to say than his first remark. It was the best butter, you know. Alice had been looking over his shoulder with some curiosity. What a funny watch, she remarked. It tells you the day of the month and doesn't tell you what o'clock it is. Why should it? muttered the Hatter. Does your watch tell what year it is? Of course not, Alice replied very readily. But that's because it stays the same year for such a long time together. Which is just the case with mine, said the Hatter. Alice felt dreadfully puzzled. The Hatter's remark seemed to have no meaning in it, and yet it was certainly English. I don't quite understand, she said as politely as she could. The Dormouse is asleep again, said the Hatter, and he poured a little hot tea upon its nose. The Dormouse shook its head impatiently and said, without opening its eyes, of course, of course. Just what I was going to remark myself. Thanks, Olga. Everything was a bit mad there, but at the same time, there are lots of everyday themes. What's the time? Who are these characters? Food. Going to sleep. There's always something new to think about in the Alice in Wonderland stories. We've mixed things up a bit today with the format of our usual four corona questions. We've asked Emmy and Lois to do the honours today. What the 
What are you reading at the moment? I'm reading The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I saw the film and it was really good, so I decided to read the book. What's your favourite book? My favourite book is My Best Scene because I love first-person books and it's really funny. If you could have a party right now and invite anybody, who would it be? Um, probably Billie Eilish because she's my favourite singer. Um, have you had anything unusual to eat during lockdown? Yes. Japanese dumplings, they're really bad. And what's the funniest thing about being indoors all the time? Well, because normally you could go on a walk like more than once a day, but now you're just only allowed on a walk one time, so you're in the house most of the time. Thank you. Great taste in books and music. I'm guessing you probably wouldn't pick Japanese dumplings for your tea party. Well, now Olga is going to get her own back because she has some questions as well. What would you put on the table apart from tea? Well, I would have to say chocolate cake and maybe ice cream as well. You can invite up to three people to your mad tea party. Who would you choose? I think I would invite all of you, Olga and Emmy and Lois, please. What's your favourite party game? Hmm, well, it's not very safe around teapots and hot drinks, but I do love Twister. And I also really like hide and seek. And the last question. Apart from a March Hare and a Dormouse, what animal would you most like to talk to? I think I'd like to talk to some of the animals that have been taking over the towns now that everyone's staying at home. There were those wild goats in Wales and a few deer and rabbits and those sheep, the ones on the roundabout. I'd love to know how much they enjoyed it and if they might keep coming back even after the lockdown. And also I'd like to be able to talk to dogs and cats. Well, that's all for today's Cabin Fever Fables, a bit different today. It's great to have your stories and um, to hear from you, so thanks for getting in touch. We're on Twitter and Instagram, at Sarabandbooks. Books.